Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. We are talking about fruitfulness and last week we talked about the four soils. Remember that? I need four volunteers from around there, four young people, yes, who can move quickly. The last time I knew how to count, this looks like three. Okay, four. Come up. Come up hither and I will show the things to come. Now, unfortunately, one of you, only one of you can be the good soil. Since you are in a different color, you will be that soil. You can be that side. You can be that side. What a... <laughs> All right. So, there were four types of... Remember that? The sower went out to sow. Some seed fell by the wayside. <laughs> and as soon as it hit the ground, the birds of the air came and took it. So, no fruitfulness. And we say those are the people who they hear the word and Satan steals it. The, the Bible is very clear who stole the word. It is who? Satan. When does he steal the word? Immediately during the service. Something is said that offends them. That's it. Or they don't understand. When someone is talking about the pro- propitiation for our sins, they are like, prof what? Yeah. Or the abomination of the desolation at the holy place. The broomstick of Jehu. So they, the, the, <laughs> you may, the word may be sorry because you have not understood or you're offended or you cannot understand the Chisoga accent of the preacher or something like that or the extremely damaged genes. Where is our sister? Of the extremely damaged genes, yeah. If she was down preaching, you're like, ah, the word is good, Nayeda, genes. And then the second soil type are those who hear the word and they are excited or as the people in Nairobi and Ongata Rongai would say, they are excited about it. But then there is no depth of earth and so when challenges, tribulation and persecution come concerning the word, not just this is not you go pick a fight with someone and they beat you. No, that has nothing to do with the word. This is the word has been spoken to you. You have understood it. You're excited about it. You're excited about fast fruits. You've had the fast fruit testimonies. You're like, even me this year, I'm going to give fast what? Fruits. And the very day you get paid is the very day that the landlord, the loan shark, the headmaster and the basa all call within the next 15 minutes and you're like, this is a sign. <laughs> it is to be first fruit, it becomes somewhere last fruit. Before you know it, all the other people have been paid. So, you are excited but you did not have depth of character to follow through. So type 2 is mostly a character thing. 
uh, yeah, you can't bear fruit if, you're, if you don't have character because the enemy will always challenge the word. There's a reason why weeds grow by themselves and crops don't. Soil type three. They hear the word. They understand it. They get excited about it. It, they, it grows. It looks like we are going somewhere. Someone started a business. We are going somewhere. Someone started dating that girl. It looks like we are going somewhere. Someone started doing some sort of discipleship. It looks like we are going somewhere. Why are people not looking at me? I thought I'm not preaching. Why are you looking on the sides? <laughs> yeah, so you start and it looks like we are going somewhere but you don't take the thing to its conclusive end because of things that come in. What did they say? He says, ah, that, okay, the cares of this world. Ah, school fees, children, what? Dresses, shoes, cars, what? Everything. Cares of this world, deceitfulness of riches. This, I want to be clear, this is not about riches, this is not about wealth, it's the deception. When you start thinking that that money you have puts you in the category of people called the rich, and therefore your ears get blocked, you stop paying attention to God. Hey, what a shock. So deceitfulness of riches and desires for other things that have nothing to do with what the word that was given to you was entering in they choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. So that's limited fruitfulness. And then the last soil, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> they hear the word, they're excited about it, they understand it, they receive it, right? It says those who hear the word accept it and accept it and they bear fruit. Some 30 fold, some 60 fold, some 100 fold. Which soul type are you? Point, point where your soul type is. All right. That's a good choice. Thank you. You've chosen well. Now you can go and sit and I keep... Hey, no, no, no. Please, the rest of you step. Uh, yeah. Now move forward. there. Now, that is the first parable of four parables that have to do with seeds and planting seeds that Jesus preached. It's not the only parable. Now, you should understand that in life, most things are not like 2D cartoons. You know those who grew up watching cartoons where they used to draw and then they formed a film? Thank you. These people are going to children's church. They should know that there is a, another way up there as well as this way. So life is not 2D. Life is 3D. That's why Paul talks about being circumspect. Do you know the meaning of circumspect? It comes from circum. Do you know circum? Circle. Spect is seeing. So being circumspect means that you are able to see something from many different perspectives. As a growing mature believer in Christ, you need to be circumspect. 
Yeah, you don't just land on a thing and you say, Eureka! Eureka? No. If you're a small insect and you land on the tusk of the elephant, you'll convince everyone the elephant is hard like stone. But because you just limited perspective. So that's why we are staying in Mark chapter 4 for the whole month so that we can become circumspect. Because this is the year of fruitfulness and there is no fruitfulness without planting seeds. If any day you find yourself getting a harvest out of a place you've never planted anything, the technical name they give you is thief. It's a very technical name. A person who harvests where they've not sown is called a thief. That's why Genesis 8.22 says, it's coming up, while the earth remains, is the earth still here? Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. They will not stop. So your current experience of life is a harvest of seeds you have been planting. Seller. Yeah. Bible says God is not mocked. So there is nothing like cheating in life. You can cheat exams, but you can't cheat in life. That's why Jesus uses these parables of seeds. Do you know that uh, you can do last minute cram work and you pass an exam without really understanding the, the content? Yeah. You just bang, what do they call them? Winter. Uh, winter, one week, two weeks of winter with your feet in a basin coffee and hard corn manigavu and before you do it you have a B and A now try that with beans beans you want beans so you, you yeah so you plant beans and pour coffee and winter and what, you know, it doesn't work. It does not work. That's why Jesus uses these parables to show you that especially there are people who are in church, they think that church is just uh, white witchcraft, improved, you know, witchcraft in the name of Jesus. It's like you know, the exact thing they do at the witch doctor's place, but this time it's in a more organized building and there are songs. And the person in front is Hopefully not asking for a lot of money. <laughs> so they go to church and they just wave your hand. Wave like this, fall down three times and you think your stupidity will leave. It will not until you renew your mind. Everything in life is a harvest. If you want to change the harvest, you must change the seeds. Yeah, you can even change countries. Some people think their life will change if they go to another country. So their whole deal is going to live in another country. And then they get there and they realize 
life is easier in Uganda. But now how will my relatives see me when I go back, when I told them I'm going to deliver you, I, I go to prepare a place for you like Jesus. If it were not so, I would tell you, uh, now you can't even come back. Some people keep wondering, this relative of ours who went, we thought they would send serious contributions for weddings and kwanjula and what. Nothing, your phones are off. Because you found out it's the same you. Same head in different countries gives the same results. Oh yes. I'm preaching better than you're listening. So anyway, let me do my illustration and we go away. So, so it, it tells this story, which is the parable of the sower. And then the last two more obvious ones, there's the parable of the growing seed, and there's the parable of the mustard seed. Now, in the middle there, he talks about light. And somehow, the people interpreting think that he has changed topic. It's still the same topic. And that's the one I'm going to deal with. But before that, let me show you something because if I do this and finish, it will make sense. I'll move quicker. I know moving quicker is sort of like something we all want. Oh, by the way, at the end of this service, we are going to receive new members. Amen. So these people are going to volunteer to be body parts. Right? You're the ear. Ear. As in E-A-R Amatu Okutu Huh? Have you understood? You're the heart Heart H-E-A-R-T I wonder why ear is in the middle of heart You're the mouth, obviously. <laughs> Most people don't know how talkative she is. You know things. Now, to complete the cycle of transformation, if the word is going to change your life, where the word of God is the seed, it comes in through the ear through the ear you've received the word and what does the ear do it delivers the word to the heart alright he says uh, uh, you, w- be careful what you hear because what you hear goes into your heart when he says guard your heart for from it flows the issues of life what he really is telling you to do is to guard your ears because you can't guard your heart if you don't guard your ear. If someone comes and tells you something lousy about yourself and you believe it, it's because it came in and you let it in. Alright? Now, most of us, no, most people don't even do this one. But the ones here in church, worship service members who read their Bibles every day and listen to my messages and pray, I mean, why are there only two yeses? 
we end here we keep the word in our hearts we don't know that the circuit is not complete until the mouth speaks because the word only gains power when it is spoken it is when it is spoken and this can be a cyclical thing by the way or a continuum it could be that on this side as she speaks there is another ear hearing because as I'm speaking you're hearing but come into a circle as if you like each other but you could also be speaking to yourself speak yeah so the ear hears the more you hear the more you receive the more you speak the more you hear the more you receive the more you speak so you get into a cycle of hearing perceiving speaking hearing perceiving speaking hearing perceiving speaking continually are we together now you can go and sit all right so let's read the scripture there it says and he said to them mark 421 let's read i can't hear you and he said to them is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed is it not to be set on a lampstand for there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed nor has anything been kept secret but that it should come to light if anyone has ears to hear let him hear he's talking about light and then he goes back to hearing verse 24 then he said to them now 24 gives you the context of what he's saying take heed what you hear are you there with the same measure you use how do you use by speaking with the same measure you use it will be measured to you and to you who hear more will be given for whoever has to him more will be given but whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him amen with the same measure you use you use what you've heard you use by speaking a child who grows up in a house where they speak where they speak luo who is hearing luo is not going to speak lusoga what do they speak? Luo. If you grow up hearing Luo, you'll speak Luo. If you grow up hearing Runyankore, you'll speak Runyankore. If you grow up hearing Swahili, wewe naweza, you'll speak wewe na 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 kupata. Nasema Swahili. Now listen. Are you with me? If you grow up hearing English, even though you are in Musoga, instead of speaking Lusoga, you will start speaking English. Mambo is not English. Because you only speak 
the language you hear because that what you hear is what gets into your heart. If you grow up hearing negativity, are you listening to me? You're going to speak negativity and produce negativity. If you grow up hearing faith, possibility, can do, big stuff, that's what gets into your heart. That's what you speak. That's what you do. Are you with me? Now, let me first remove the current tension about light and hearing so that we are on the same page. Now, last time, verse 14, Mark 4, 14, what does it say? The sower sows the word. Now, let me get the two brothers back. The sower sows the word. let me ask you is the sower the hearer or the speaker let me ask this side is the sower the one hearing or the one speaking the one speaking The sower sows the word. The one hearing is the soil, not the sower. We are going somewhere. Aren't we going somewhere? What does the sower sow? So let's say this is a sower. This is the word. The sower sows. Now let me show you a very interesting scripture. Psalm 119 verse 130. Uh-huh. Hey, it's not there. Uh-huh, let's read. The entrance of your words brings light gives understanding to the simple now for those who are struggling with this one let me give you another one Psalm 119 mm -hmm. hey what's going on with the scriptures your word is and a light. The word is light. Huh? The sower sows the word. We saw that the word is a seed that brings a harvest. But now the writer is saying the word is light. That means that the seed is light. 
can dance it. Your words are light. Or can be light. Or your words can be darkness. Your words are on a light spectrum. The sower sows the word. Your word is light. Light. The seed is both word and light. I'm trying to help you to bring the relationship between verse 21, 22, and 24, 25. Okay. We are together. Words are seeds. Words are light. Now, he says, he says, Is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Is it not to be set on a lampstand? Let me ask you something. Have you ever seen... Now remember, this is before the days of electricity. Even when I was preparing the notes, I first became stupid a little bit. I had to go back. Because I said, can you put the light under bed and it's not switched on. Then I realized these were not the times of switching on. It had to have a flame on it. When someone is talking about a light under a bed or under a basket, what do you think he's talking about? Is it, does it have a flame on it? No, of course, unless you want to, to, to burn the house. Any light that is under a bed or a basket does not have, it's a lamp. He said, it's a lamp, lamp. He didn't say light. It's a lamp, lamp. This is an unlit lamp. Yeah, if you, if anyone, if you ever find someone putting... A, a candle under the bed make a lot of noise because they are not up to any good or under a basket it means it has the potential to produce light but it is not lit in this, he's talking about the people who have heard the word, it's in their hearts, but they don't speak it. You think that the purpose of the Bible is for you to know it. The Bible you know will never change your life. It is the Bible you speak that will change your life. When David was facing Goliath and Goliath threatened him and told him, I'm going to give your body to the bad, what, you're a small boy, you come at me with stones. Meanwhile, you know, Goliath was prophesying, eh? 
Now do you realize David just didn't say, this idiot, give me my stones. He had to first counter Goliath's words with his own words before he could fight him. It could be that for many of you, the missing link in your faith structure is speech. You don't say anything, and do you know why you don't say anything? Fear. Fear. If I say I'm a billionaire, and they hear me, and I owe them, (laughs) they will say, Fear, fear. The devil wants you fearful and having small talk instead of big talk. You have to learn to. (laughs) If God wanted light, He could not have said, Let there be some sort of bar. Somewhere, I don't want to be proud that I'm God. Ah, this darkness also. No, he had to say what he wanted. Are you saying what you want? Or do you go pray one hour for one thing in your room? The moment you get out, you start saying exactly opposite everything you've been praying for. Uh, we are just there. Uh, you know the economy... Yeah, I'm broke. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to raise your expectations. But faith is expectation. You can't say you have faith if you don't have an expectation. You can't have high faith with a low expectation. Ah, let me repeat that. You, will not, you cannot have high faith with the low expectation. The only way we can tell that you have high faith is you have a high expectation. You obviously set yourself up for a cup of disappointment as you grow in your faith. Those who set a low expectation, low speech, low everything, they are not ready to be disappointed by anything. And so, even when they are like... You know, there are some people where even a loss is a win for them. They are like, ah, at least I got that one. But that can't be you. No. Eh. Are you connecting? Don't be only a soil. Be a sower. Be a sower. The words that have been sown into your heart must be spoken. The enemy wants to defeat you at what level? By keeping you quiet. By telling you that evidence is contrary to what you're saying. Of course the evidence is contrary. Have you ever gone to a garden where they haven't yet put seeds and you see that there is fruit? No, the evidence is like that because we haven't yet planted the seeds. And planting is speaking, not hearing. Planting is speaking, not hearing. Planting is speaking, not hearing. When you heard, that was someone else planting. When you speak, you are planting. 
Are we together? The sower sows the word. Your word is light. A lamp should not be put under the bed or under the basket because if it is there, it has no light on it. Obviously. Are you rejoicing at the word or you're, you're, or you're just wondering what you've been doing to yourself? Second Corinthians 4.13 And since we have the same spirit of faith, uh-huh, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Are you speaking what you believe or are you speaking what you see? If you're speaking what you see, you're a reporter. If you're speaking what you believe, you're a prophet. And reporters don't have to be spiritual people, but prophets have to be spiritual people. And you're a spiritual person. My goodness. I feel like there's someone here who is getting a clue about something. Wow. There's a verse. It should be in Second Corinthians. Ah, or is it first? What a shock. It says, seeing that we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Bring it up. Seeing that we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Mm. If they show it to us, I'll progress and start concluding. Therefore, Second Corinthians 3.12, let's read together. Therefore, since we have such hope, do you have hope about anything? What does it say? We use great boldness of speech. When you have hope, you speak boldly. Boldly. Is your speech bold? Or you think you're humble? You see, you can be proud and you think you're humble. People think that people who speak are proud. They are just godly. They are agreeing with God. You, you, you want to give people an impression. You have another expectation in your heart. But you are speaking something else because you don't want people to judge you about your expectation. It took me about two years to, to say that I wanted us to plant a thousand churches. Even though I knew it for two years, I, would, I could never say it. And as you can imagine, we were not planting anything. 
Even if you had a whole basin full of seeds, if they are still in the basin in the store, you are not going to have a garden of that seed. All you have is a seed. And as long as the seed is not planted, it will be preserved, but you will never have a harvest. And the planting is speaking, not hearing. Planting is speaking, not hearing. Planting is speaking, not hearing. Since seeing that we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. That's why he says in the other verses, in verse 24-25, then he said to them, take it what you hear, take it what you hear. You be careful, little ears, what you hear. With the same measure you use what you hear, with the same measure you use, not the same measure you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you and you who hear more will be given because you'll be using. Okay, next verse. For whoever has to him more will be given, but whoever does not have, even the little he has. Now, how do we know he has little? It's a mystery that he has something because the writer says, whoever does not have, because in this case, even the little he has, he's saying he doesn't have. Have you ever met someone, they have 50,000 shillings, but then you said, you have some money, I, I don't have. You know that the 50K, they've called it nothing. He says, even that will be taken away. Yeah, because faith operates on best case scenario, not worst case scenario. If you're a worst case scenario person, even the little you have will be taken away. Because he's saying he has little, but he's saying he doesn't have. You, you have understood. Isaiah 50 verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the land, tongue of the land, that I should be able to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens my tongue. What does he awaken? He awakens me. He awakens my ear to hear as the land. You see that? He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear. He has given me the tongue of the land. How does he give me the tongue of the land? By giving me the hearing of the land. Because what you hear is what you're going to speak. If you hear as the land, you speak as the land. If you hear negativity, you speak negativity. Who are you hanging out with and what do you talk about? Hebrews 3.1 and Hebrews 4.14 and I close. Therefore, holy brethren, let's be together, holy brethren. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, not our hearing. Where is your confession? Is it in your ear? 
Is it in your heart? Do you confess with your heart? With your mouth. The apostle and high priest of our in other words, Jesus is there seated at the right hand of the Father and, and his priestly ministry is over the words you speak. Have you been saying something that he can work with? Uh-uh. You people, don't make me a forger. Consider the apostle and high priest. High priest is the one who goes before God before you. And our high priest Christ Jesus has gone before God for us permanently. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. And what is he priesting over? Your confession. But meanwhile, your stuff, he can't bring it to God. The stuff you've been saying. I'm fake, I'm broke, I'm this, I'm that, I'm defeated, to food day. Can you say to food day when you are talking? Do dead people speak? To food day. You and who? <laughs> Meanwhile, your high priest is there. He's waiting for something to latch on and take before the Father. Saying, I wish she could just say, even if once I am healed. So that I can, so that I can be, I'm what? Hey! He's healed. She's healed. She's healed. She's healed. I'm walking by faith and not by sight each day. That's my new identity. The old man is going to be hold all things new. That's my new identity. He's there. The priest, the high priest is waiting for you to say something. To say, I am the righteousness of God. Yes! Angels, quickly move. The person has said the right God. But when he should have said, I'm the righteousness of God, you said, I'm fake. And he can't take that to the Father. The high priest of your confession is waiting for you to start saying the things you've been reading in your Bible because that's the language of the Spirit. It's the Word of God. When he say, oh, these are things that are not in line with the Word of God, he, they don't even hear it. Yeah, it's the demons who hear that stuff and then they swing into action. You are being taught this morning of our confession and the righteousness of God. He became poor that I might be made rich. By his stripes I was healed. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not dim, nor his natural vigor diminished. So shall it be with me. With long life he will satisfy me and show me his salvation. I would have lost hope unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hey, I shall not die but live and declare the, work, the, the works of the Lord. Mama, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not be in want. I'm never in want because I have a shepherd. His name is Jesus. Hey! Can you imagine when you, you when imagine if you did that for 10 hours? All the demons within a kilometer of your house will have fled long ago. 
4.14. Hebrews 4.14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Stand and let's pray. Wow. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. You're so kind. Thank you, Jesus. Just open your mouth and pray. Pray in the spirit. Pray in English. Pray in your mother tongue. Whatever works for you. Thanksgiving to him for his word. For his power. For his kindness. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Thank you, Lord, this morning. For your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the spirit of comfort. Thank you for the spirit of comfort. Thank you, Jesus that surrounds us even now. Thank you for the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Yes, who knows us? Who knows our infirmities? Who knows our weaknesses? Who knows when we hurt? Who knows where it hurts? We bless you. We thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm hearing this morning that God wants to comfort some people. I've been hearing it this morning. The spirit of comfort. The spirit of comfort. Maybe you're watching us or you are in this room and you've been going through some stuff that is tough. Hard things. God wants to comfort you. That's what he's doing right now. There is no other time. This is the time. Thank you Lord. Thank you Holy Spirit for comforting us. Thank you for your word. Thank you that we are going to plant it. That we are going to speak it. And it's going to bring forth fruit. Help us to plant. Thank you, Jesus. You know, even as we pray, I'm hearing a word, a revelation. If the sower could only get a quarter of the soil to bring forth fruit, it looks like that's wisdom from God. That's the same for you. If you want this much fruit, you have to plant four times. Three out of four times, your words may not bring forth fruit. So if you plant it only twice and quit, it's not going to work. Three out of four times, your words may not bring forth the fruit you desire. That means you must plant four times your expectation. Four times your expectation. Yeah. Four times your expectation. Because the soil... Only one out of four brought forth fruit. Keep praying, keep praying in the spirit as God is ministering to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your goodness and mercy. We bless you. Amen. And friends, as we close this service, you're here and you've never given your life to Jesus. I want to pray with you so that you can make that decision. It's not difficult at all. We just pray together. And you receive Christ. Amen. Best decision of your life. If you're there, you're here in this room. You're there in other spaces, in the other churches, locations, hosting centers. You're alone. Maybe you're at home. You're in a car. You're in a restaurant. Just put up your hand where you are. I want to pray with you. You're like, today, today is my day to receive Jesus. Thank you for that. Thank you for the hand. Anyone else? Anyone else? Put up your hand and receive Christ boldly this morning. Today is the day of salvation. You want to give your life to Jesus? Put it up straight where you are until I'm finished. Thank you for that hand. Anyone else? Anyone else you want to receive Jesus? Thank you. You can come where I am so that I can pray with you. Just, just stand here. Just stand.
Jonathan here. Welcome, my brother. Anyone else? Just come straight. Come, come, come. Come from wherever you are. Oh, welcome, my sister. God bless you so much. God bless you, my brother. You will never be the same. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. Keep coming. Keep walking. Can we support them as they come? You're somewhere. You want to give your life to Jesus today? Just start coming. Just start walking forward. At all the locations, there's a pastor waiting for you at the front and at all the hosting centers. Today is the day of salvation. God wants to give you power to speak things that happen. And you can't do that when you don't have Jesus in your life. Just come forward. Just come where I am. Just keep walking. Welcome, welcome, my sister. God bless you. Anyone else? God bless you. God bless you, my sister. Anyone else? Today is the day of salvation. And God wants to comfort you. God wants to comfort you. Welcome, my brother. God bless you so much. Welcome. Anyone else? Just keep coming. Just keep coming. Just keep coming. There are some people in that area there who need to start coming. Thank you. God bless you, my sister. You're very welcome. God bless you, my sister. You're very welcome. Anyone else from that area? I really feel there is someone in that space there. There, there. Just start walking. You're feeling your heart is beating. You feel like, am I the one? You're the one. Just start walking. Welcome, my sister. Welcome, my sister. God bless you. More people are coming. More people are coming. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop celebrating. As people come to Jesus, welcome, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. Welcome, my brother. God bless you. You'll never be the same. Your life will never be the same. From today, everything about you changes. Everything. Everything about you changes. Your authority changes. In your family, your authority is changing. You're changing levels. You're changing ranks. In the name of Jesus. All right. I'm going to give it uh, one more I don't know, like 30 seconds if you're there, you better hurry up because I'm about to start praying yeah, just come now come, come quickly, today is the day of salvation just move fast, move fast move fast move fast, move quickly Mali, Zeka thank you Jesus, thank you thank you, welcome welcome, nothing is impossible Welcome. God bless you. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? We're waiting for you. Come to Jesus. This is the day of salvation. Come to Jesus today. Oh, come to Jesus. This is the day of salvation. Come to Jesus today. Oh, come to Jesus. This is the day of salvation. As some young people here coming to just come to Jesus today. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. This is the day of salvation. Come to Jesus today. Amen. Can we celebrate them? Bold people. Chosen people. 
wonderful people. Yes, the devil no longer has a hold on them. They are now children of God. So come on, if you mean to celebrate what God is doing, you better do it for real. And at all the locations, I need the celebration to be louder where you are. At all the locations. Thank you, Lord. Now, you're going to pray this prayer after me. It's a prayer of faith and we'll believe that you're born again. Amen. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Today. Today. I give my life to you. I give my life to you. Forgive me my past. Forgive me my past. And give me a wonderful future. And give me a wonderful future. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And enable me to walk with you. And enable me to walk with you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Say, Satan. Satan. Between you and me. Between you and me. It's over. It's over. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to and me. And stay far away from me. Stay far away from me. I have gone with Jesus. I have gone with Jesus. Who died for me. Who died for me. Who was raised for me. Who was raised for me. And who reigns for me. Who reigns for me. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Now, I would like you to go with, uh, where is Pastor Kathy? Pastor Kathy and Cassius over there. Just go there. They will just take your contacts so that we can be able to be in touch with you. Amen. Can we celebrate them? Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.